All right, checkity check, one, two, three. What's up, y'all? This is Michael, this is the Mike Draws Podcast, and welcome back. All right, so on today's episode, uh, there's no guests, it's just me. I got inspired to uh, do a little podcast journal, if that makes sense. I got some stuff on my heart and stuff on my mind, and uh, in classic Michael Rogerson fashion, uh, we're talking about consciousness, creating reality, um, the fact that all suffering originates in our mind and what we can do about it. And it's just been stuff that I've been thinking about and stuff I've been processing lately. So I wanted to process it and talk. And I feel like, it, yeah, if I'm, if I'm thinking about it and it's, it's serving me in some way that it could also, uh, serve you. So yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, you guys know the drill. If you're not comfy cozy, get comfy cozy, grab yourself a snack and enjoy this episode. All right, what's up, y'all? Uh, yeah, it's been a minute since I've done a solo podcast, but here I am, and I, I'm just inspired just to talk to you guys about uh, some stuff that I've been thinking about lately, and uh, well, what I've been thinking about lately is this lesson um, I've been going over from A Course in Miracles that says, uh, I suffer because I see what is not there. And this is such an interesting uh, concept for me, maybe because I'm a magician, but, you know, I see this happening all the time when I perform for people, you know, they have these visceral reactions to what I'm doing. And I find it fascinating because uh, they see what's not there, but they have a real visceral reaction. Uh, I've seen people scream. Uh, I've seen people cry. Uh, I've seen people get literally scared. I, I got kicked out of a out of a party one time because I was doing magic for uh, my friend's mom. It's like an 18th birthday party, and she thought I was doing witchcraft, and she kicked me out. And uh, I, I was like, "Yo, you're, you're seeing what's not there." <laughs> no, I didn't say that, but all all to say, it's 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 fascinating to me that um, these real real reactions, these real visceral experiences are because people are seeing what's not there. And so to relay this to A Course in Miracles, you know, it says, I suffer because I see what is not there. You know, and when I think about this, you know, what does that, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for us? Well, I'll just, I'll say for me, you know? So I think about that and I say, I suffer because I see what is not there. And it doesn't mean I'm not having a real visceral experience you know, I go throughout my day and something happens and I feel anxiety or maybe there's a depression or fear um, and it's real and the experience is real. But the reason I'm having this suffering is because I'm seeing what's not there. And what am I seeing then? If I'm seeing what's not there, then what am I seeing? And I'm seeing the contents of my own mind. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the meaning that I've made up about reality. And the greatest gift I think we've been given is that reality uh, existence is actually meaningless, which means uh, we create the meaning. We are meaning makers. And and the meaning that we uh, install into reality is the effect that we experience. And that effect that we experience is that feeling state. And that feeling is another word for frequency. We start vibrating as that feeling. It's a vibration. 
And that vibration tunes us into the realities that match the feeling state. It's like our mind is a radio that when we start choosing different thoughts, we start dialing into a different station. And then we change the frequency. As we change our thoughts, we change our feeling, which is that frequency. And then we start picking up new radio stations, new realities. So if you want to change your uh, perception or what you see in your reality, we got to change our mind. Okay, so be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We change form by changing our mind, by changing consciousness. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man thinks in consciousness, so he becomes. Okay, so again, this is where I've been at recently. I've been thinking about these uh, verses, these sayings, and that, you know, we suffer because we see what is not there. So we suffer because we want reality to be different than it is, but we see things that are not there. So in order to change reality, we must change consciousness. And so me personally, I have been seeing a lot of uh, really challenging circumstances come up in my life lately, and I have been uh, tempted to point the finger, and I'll be honest, sometimes I have, and then I come back and I'm like, Michael, you have been repeating these patterns of putting the blame outside of yourself, outside of your own uh, consciousness, that your consciousness is not the cause, but there's only one reality. You know, there's one substance and it's consciousness, and that is the cause of everything. If I pay attention to the things that I don't like, I'll get more of what I don't like instead of just not giving them attention, just neutralizing them, saying, so what? That happened. What am I making it mean? Because I suffer, because I see what is not there. I'm making it mean something. Could it mean something else? So can I change what I see about this? Can I change the meaning in order to get something new? So in order to change a circumstance or get a new reality, it's asking me, it's asking us to not focus on the outer world. It's asking us to change our level of consciousness, to change how we see things, to change how we see ourselves. And when we change how we see ourselves, be renewed by the transform or be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So when we change ourselves, everything changes. So really, it's asking us to take full responsibility, the ability to respond differently in the face of seemingly old circumstances. And when we change truly, because that's what we prefer, we prefer to be a different person, reality will just start changing. And so this has been my lesson recently is to ask, where am I suffering? And why am I suffering? What is the meaning and okay, so I prefer different realities. So who do I have to become, right, in order to get those realities? Uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, uh, if you don't know him, uh, he wrote the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, and You Are the Placebo, Becoming Supernatural. And he he uh, really brings the science to um, how to change yourself and how to create miracles. Um, in his work, they see blind people seeing and paralyzed people moving their limbs again, and, and they have science to back up how consciousness is changing uh, reality. Very fascinating. So, you know, he explains that our personal reality, our reality we experience is the effect of our personality. And so uh, what we think, what we feel, and how we act creates our personal reality. So in order to have a different reality, we must think, feel, and act differently. We must become a new person. 
And so in order to become a new person, we must overcome the old person. The Bible says, put to death the old man. You must be born again. So these are all saying the same thing, that in order to have a new reality, we must change. You know, as we change the cause, the effect of reality changes. And so there really is um, no one to point the finger at except ourselves. And I don't mean that in a judgmental way. I mean that in a empowering way. Now, <clears throat> when we're in, you know, a victim mode, that can be really triggering that, wow, there's no one and nothing to change except for myself. Like I'm the only one, like if like, like that sucks, you know, but also if you can feel more empowered, it's like, wow, there's no one or nothing to change but myself. You know, all suffering really comes from trying to change the reflection before we change our own mind about the reflection. And uh, I just think this is the most empowering thing ever. So it's like, okay, what is the reality that I want to experience? And who is the person that I want that, that, you know, that I, that, that is living that reality. What are their thoughts? What are their feelings? What are their actions? How do they see the world? What's the meaning they put into things, you know? And if I start thinking, feeling, and acting as that person, the reality is, is matching because the reality, our environment is really an extension of our own mind. I think that's really important to understand is that there's no difference between imagination and reality, Right immediately what we imagine, the meaning we put into things, we feel the effect immediately. And if we keep doing that, we'll see the physical representation in the form of circumstances physicalized in our world eventually. And so all is imagination, all is mind. If we want to change the world, we got to change ourselves. So uh, for me, um, I'm just thinking there's no one to blame. There's really no one to blame at all, not even myself. It's more just a you know, hey, why don't you shift some stuff? You know, it's more of a um, invitation. There's no judgment. And, you know, a lot of times we create the things we don't prefer so we can come to consciousness and realize, oh, I just prefer something else. I've been doing it this way and it's not working. I keep pointing the finger. I keep falling into these patterns, which really, I guess, once you're aware of it, it's no longer a habit or a pattern. It's a choice. But then you get to ask yourselves, why am I choosing this? If I want a new reality, I must become a new person. And to become means to overcome. And we do that by practicing becoming the new person every single day and every moment. And um, yeah, you know, I don't know if there's much more to say on this, except that, again, when we're in victim mode, I know that can feel really discouraging, but also, wow, put new meaning on that. There's no one or nothing to change but myself, but my own consciousness. How freeing is that? There's no one to battle except myself. And even that is a weird phrase. There's no one to battle. There's nothing to battle. But uh, wow, it's a, it's a, it's a really, for me, it's, it's an extremely um, freeing realization because I see that as I overcome my old man and become a new person, I see my reality change. And, you know, you can get lost in the illusion of the mind and create negative meaning, and then you can fall into the victim mode, but then it just calls you up again and says, hey, do you prefer this? Stop. You know, there's no one to blame. There's no fingers to point, except 
go within and change yourself. And as you change, things will change. People will change. Neville Goddard says, uh, which if you don't know his work, he's an amazing, amazing author in, um, back from the early 1900s. And he spoke on uh, consciousness and, and, and you know creating reality. And he says, uh, others echo what we whisper in secret. You know, if you're thinking about someone and imagining and putting meaning into them of their old self and them complaining and doing this to you, and they're going to stay that person. But if you start seeing them in a new light, they can actually start rising up to that. Or they might just disappear from your life. Who knows? But they're either going to rise because as you change your frequency, everything in our world must start matching that. And that's really all there is to it. We're a match. We, we can't perceive what we're not first the vibration of. So what we judge, we judge within ourselves. And when we, when we set ourselves free, we set others free. When we set others free, we set ourselves free. It really all is just, we're just interacting with ourselves at the end of the day. Um, yeah, you know, that's really it. I think guys, uh, this is really, <laughs> I think, just a podcast journal for me. It's stuff that I've been thinking about. I don't know if it's anything really new, but I think it's really good to just keep going over and, and refreshing. And um, it's extremely powerful. And nothing is impossible for the person who can believe, who can extend and, and, and uh, stretch their imagination and use everything in a positive way. Because uh, everything is neutral. And again, one of the greatest gifts we've been given is that everything is meaningless and the meaning that you can choose to put into something is the effect you'll get. And when you can create an effect, you'll actually also create a cause, which is an interesting concept, which I talked about in an earlier podcast, but just know that cause and effect are the same thing. And if you can cause an effect within yourself without seeing a physical cause, the cause will create itself. If you can feel love within yourself now, you'll see love within your world. You can feel secure and abundant within yourself. First, you'll see security and abundance within your world. So uh, I think that's about it, y'all. But I will just say that this takes practice. You know, we get good at what we practice. And if we get good at imagining fulfillment and happiness and uh, abundance, security and love, we'll start getting good at practicing those states of being and, and it will become our new home. Um, I just think that it's because we're so used to practicing these unconscious thoughts and buying into these uh, meanings that don't serve us. And so again, what we practice, we get good at. So there's no judgment here. It's just an unlearning and a rewiring. So that's about it, y'all. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this solo podcast. Uh, I know I did. It was really fun. And uh, yeah, it was nice just to flow this energy. And uh, yeah, that's it, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. And until next time, I'll see you on the next podcast. Peace.